Welcome to the Loud Thinker Podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker. That's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black, opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Thinker. I am your host, The Loud Thinker. Today's episode is uh, titled Performative Behavior and Emotional Labor. I'm feeling very opinionated today because I am a black opinionated woman, also known as a bow. All right, let's get right on into it. Um, So... I don't know why. Lately, I seem a little triggered. Um, Everyone is wearing me out. They are wearing me out. So let's just talk about this for a second. Um, You know, right now, everyone is definitely into this whole like, they want to like claim their support. They want to claim to be an ally. They want to claim all of these things, right? And I'm just kind of like, really? really though like is this what we're really doing now I really do believe that it's very performative behavior okay and, and, and like I said for those of you who struggle with some of the terms and definitions um, and a simple google search will just yield it's when you perform a set of behaviors or say a set of things in order to I think conform or to um elicit some sort of response right so for example you know if you are into social media people like to put in there he her them or whatever they'll put like a rainbow flag they'll put um blm with a multicolor with a fist like a brown fist basically kind of like almost like virtue signaling but anyway so yeah it's it's wearing me out because i'm like first of all Blackity black blacks have been saying a lot of these things for a year. You know, uh, the, the the injustices of everything. You know, you have institutional racism, all this stuff. But now it's it's in vogue. It, it's it's popular. I don't know. It's like a thing now. Signal that you're an ally, or to basically just say, hey, I love the blackity black blacks. You know, and and, and that's a good thing too. But I think the thing is, it's like it took murdering someone on television and, you know, Breonna Taylor and a whole whole bunch of other young black men to lose their lives like publicly in order for um, America to get it. Trayvon Martin. Uh, There's just so many, so many. So now you want to listen? I don't know. Are are you I don't know. Is America just performing this right now? Because they don't want to be left out. Like they don't want to be left out of this this so-called movement. It's kind of hot, right? You know, hey, I'm an ally. I think what I'm seeing a lot is like a lot of people who have any sort of platform, they want the blackity black black engagement. Okay. So, and it's not that they don't want other engagement from um maybe like the Latino community or the Asian community. Um, But definitely the black community is definitely getting a lot of, uh, you know, 
spotlight. So I guess if they can get the blackity black blacks to engage with them and help them understand what's going on. Like, can you talk to us about why we are racist or can you talk to us and help us understand? And I'm just kind of like, why? Why do you want us to help you understand now? Is it, is it like, could it be because it makes you look good? Could it be because it makes you feel good? So it helps absolve some guilt. I feel like when they are reaching out, asking the blackity black blacks to have these conversations and, and, and hey, let me just say, for the most part, I welcome conversation, but it is performative. Like, well, I'm supporting diversity and inclusion, right? So let me invite the blackity black blacks on to have this conversation or whatever. Let me go hang out with the blackity black blacks or whatever, because it makes them feel good. Like, see, I'm not one of those. I, I talk to the blackity black blacks, right? I'm just kind of like, and then they want to engage in these conversations. And I'm like, I should not have to engage in, in like do all the emotional labor. The emotional labor is just what it is. Like in this definition, labor, it is tiresome. For those of you who aren't familiar with that term it's basically for the like it's like if you're managing your feelings in order like um, a google definition will just say that uh emotional labor is the process of managing feelings and expressions to fulfill the emotional requirements of a job so it's kind of like when you go out of your way to make people feel a certain kind of way i think the example they used online was if you are a flight attendant so their job is to take on the emotional labor of the, the actual um, customers, right? Make sure they feel safe and happy and relaxed. So they have to adjust the way they're feeling in order to make sure the customer's feeling good, right? So to be honest, I like an emotional labor to more like having to relive the trauma of something every single time. It's kind of like whenever we have movies or whatever made, it's like we always have to like relive these feelings of what it may have been like to go through slavery or whenever we have to talk about anything that's related to racism or anything. It's kind of like we always have to be taken back into this space. Um, and I don't want to have to always do all of this and relive all this trauma and then also help others understand and feel better about themselves because they were brave enough to engage in a conversation. I'm tired of having to go into that space. I don't want to be in that emotional space. I just get tired of, you know, everyone's performing their allyship. And now all of a sudden they want to engage the blackity black blacks. And it's like, this is requiring emotional labor. You don't want to go do the work. So this is the reason why I question, you know, everyone's support. All right. This is the thing. Number one, conversation is good, but why do I have to educate you? See, if you're interested in me, that means you want to get to know me. You want to get to know me and find out that I am a wife. I am a mother. I like hot Cheetos. I like candy, like uh, Swedish fish. Like you want to get to know me. I like sports. Um, I've always been a tech person, right? 
Getting to know me isn't necessarily, let's talk about racism or anything like that. Like I am not the face of everything. Um, And I'm not saying that's what everyone is doing. What I am saying is blackity black blacks should not have to constantly make other groups feel better or feel comfortable. If you want to get to know someone, you get to know them. And it's not that you can't engage in those conversations, but getting to know them is just that getting to know them. It's not necessarily just saying, oh, I had a conversation. So now I feel better because I was so brave to open the Pandora's box and talk about these sensitive topics. I am more than my gender. I am more than my blackness. Get to know me. So I feel like we shouldn't have to go out of our way to educate people and talk about it all the time because they want to understand. Because the way I look at it, they have access to the same books. Ta-Nehisi Coates, Coates, I can never pronounce his name correctly. You know, Kendi Ibrahim. Um, there's, there's How to Be an Anti-Racist. There's all, all those books out there. Robin D'Angelo, well, she's a white woman. I think she kind of like took some of the terms from some other black people, but she's going to get the credit for um, writing um, White Fragility. So Robin D'Angelo, she's the author of uh, White Fragility. Um, there's so many um, books out there. And that's just off the top of my head, right? They have the same access to books. They want me to do their work. When I say me, I'm talking black and black blacks, not me specifically. Stop asking me to do your emotional labor. You want to know what else you want to get to know um, black people? This is and when I say get to know black people, this isn't like, oh, yeah, we went out to lunch. I'm talking about coming into black spaces, see, because black people are always going into white spaces. You go into black spaces, you go to a black event. Why don't you go, you know, support a black business? You want to talk about being an ally? Being an ally isn't just like, hey, I support you. It's supporting the businesses. It's coming into black spaces. It's, it's, you know, I don't know, (sighs) obtaining services from the blackity black blacks. But, you know, if you want to get to know the blackity black blacks, blacks, that requires you to actually show interest. It requires you to go educate yourself. Stop asking us to do the emotional labor for you. It requires you to go into black spaces. See, I really don't think anybody's really interested in in learning about the blackity black blacks. I think they're comfortable with going through like Black History Month, learning about Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, you know. They want to talk about that. That That's kind of like, you know, I, I guess it's like boilerplate information. I don't know. So I'm like, people like to go around and claim that they have black friends. I'm like, hmm. Do you really? Because the way I look at it is, are these people the same people you would call if you were really hurting, if you really needed to talk? You know, what if you found out you were really sick? Would you call up your black friend and say, hey, you know what? I'm scared. I'm not well. Um, whatever. 
And vice versa. What if your black friend was not well? Would you go over and make sure they had a meal? Would you say, hey, do you need me to take you to the doctor? See, what happens is we like to perform our support. The occasional lunch, the occasional, you know, like, we love you guys. We'll put it in our bios. BLM, Black Lives Matter. I don't know. Now, this is the thing. This is where I feel like my hypocrisy kicks in. Um, is performativity bad? I mean, should it be employed? I mean, like, I, I, I struggle with this because I feel like everything is performative right now. So I don't, it doesn't feel authentic, but I feel like if you perform it enough, it becomes part of the, the, your, who you are, becomes part of your fabric, right? So should I question performativity? I don't know. I'm torn because I hate it, but it's almost necessary. It doesn't feel authentic, but I feel like if you say it enough, maybe it starts to resonate. I know, like I said, when you look at people's bios, everyone's got something going on. I just make a regular bio for my little crazy little social media, what little bit I have. But is performativity right now enough? I mean, of course I would say no, but maybe the question is, is it a start? Performing allyship. I don't know. I feel like on, on, on the same token, like we have to allow for everyone to perform their allyship, right? Um, and not vilify them for trying to get it right. Because then it's kind of like, why try? So... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with this. What I do know is that the emotional labor, it just seems to be taking its toll. Black people don't always want to deal with it. We don't always want to have to like make everyone get it. We don't always want to have to explain ourselves. We don't like we don't always want to have to be othered because every time we have to explain something, it's like we're othered, you know, um, I don't want to have to do all this heavy lifting. This shiggity is getting tiresome. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think we we are in this point right now. It's so in vogue right now. It's so, it's, it's a good thing to actually um, publicly support supposedly the blackity blacks. Um, and I always like to have a level of specificity, right? Because at the end of the day, in the United States, it's black and white. I know we have to be inclusive of other um, communities, but the fact of the matter is those communities, I'm not talking about the onesies and the twosies. I don't really hear on a mass level, a lot of support. They're not out there um fighting the fight like the blackity black blacks okay so that's the reason why i call out the blacks like i said there there's a lot of white adjacency going on they want to you know a lot of groups want to remain i shouldn't say a lot of groups i would say like i think the asian community wants to maintain its model minority um status um the latinos the latinas um they want to 
you know, I don't know. I, I think they're just like, I don't want to engage, you know. So that's the reason why when I talk about these types of issues, I always call out blacks. And, and well, mainly because I am black. But um, at the end of the day, the, the U.S. has this sordid history with black and white uh, peoples. So and at the end of the day, black people are continuously fighting this. So I, I would like to say for those who are in other communities fighting, you know, um, you know, racial um, injustices and all that kind of stuff. Thank you. But you should be. We're all humans. Like, I don't feel like I should give you a hand clap for doing something that you should be doing. You should be doing it because when everyone is healthy and taken care of and treated like humans, it's better for everyone. So anyway, that's it. Um, I'm tired of the performative behaviors and having to basically do all the heavy lifting. I'm tired of having to perform and, and, and deal with the emotional labor. It's getting old. Everyone needs to do their homework. Go read a book. Okay? Read a book. Go into black spaces. Invite them into yours. Well, we're always inviting. Well, I shouldn't say always. But we have come into other spaces. But you do the work. Do the work and go into the black spaces. And you may feel uncomfortable. But think about how uncomfortable we are when we have to get up and go into white spaces consistently. The difference is we just have more experience with going into other people's spaces than they have with coming into our spaces, our spaces. That's the difference. We have more experience with code switching and how we're going to uh, interact with other people and tone policing. There's a reason why we have Ave or African-American vernacular English. Okay, so, all right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Tune into another episode of The Loud Thinker on Tuesday morning. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to The Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain. They are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink, and something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are The Loud Thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.